Welcome to the Cost is Courage podcast. I'm Lisa Baker. And I'm Melissa Dyer. And we're your hosts. Well, hello there and welcome to a new year and a new season. We are starting season two, Woo-hoo. which is very exciting. I know that we are not the only humans excited that now it is 2021. Thank you. We made it out of 2020, <laughs> but we still need courage to face forward, which is what we're going to talk about today. Right, Lisa? Yep. Yeah. I, I've seen so many memes and whatever that are just like, oh, it's so cute how everybody thinks that like December 31st, 2020, all of this is just going to be over and something, you know, different is going to happen on January 1st. And I mean, I think it's just our human nature to, you know, like we need that line. We need that like demarcation and the hope that it really will be different. But we, we knew that it wasn't going to be you know, magical or mystical, but there's something to be said for a new year and just the, you know, marshalling of strength and energy and effort and all the things that it takes to, you know, try something new, even if it is just like an arbitrary line that we cross. Well, I think that's our goal of this episode is to make it a little less arbitrary and a little more intentional. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that's what we're trying to do in our own personal lives. And I just have to laugh. I mean, can we spend a couple minutes reflecting back on our March selves when we thought we were going to be in lockdown for like a couple weeks and then all of a sudden we're going to be released and would, what would we have done if we knew well, and even we would like, not have been doing puzzles, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think back even to like the November before in like 2019, when like the first reports of coronavirus were out and my, my dad asked me, you know, what are you thinking about this coronavirus? Like, is that going to affect your plans? Like we were supposed to go to Tokyo to go to the Olympics. And I was like, I'm not worried about it. Like that's ugh, like that's just so not even how, how like that's not possible. That's not a thing. And to his credit, at no point has he come back around and been like, see, see, like I told you that, you know, four months later we'd be canceling all our plans and getting our deposits back and <laughs> Yeah. And that the Olympics were actually canceled. Like what? I don't I know. Things in life have been canceled this year that we never would have conceived were possible. No. But, you know, with every cancellation, there's a new opportunity for something that wasn't possible that now is possible. And I guess that just shows us that when we do choose to face forward, we can create new things and we can have hope. And we can experience breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a worthwhile endeavor. Yep. And we adapt and we grow and we learn. Yeah. All the things. I mean, there's so many things now that we take in stride that were so bizarre back in, you know, last March. <laughs> and now it's just normal. 
super desensitized to bizarre. Yep. We've, you know, we've also just grown. Yes. All right. So 2021, how do we, how do we do it? How do we make this our year? You know, I know that you and I, we have maybe different ways of kind of, I mean, I think there's overlap, but we have different strategies for like facing a new year and preparing and planning. And so I think that'll be fun to talk about a little bit, share some of our personal strategies and yeah, share some encouragement. Yes. Yes. Typically in October, I do a lot of advanced planning, especially for our real estate business. And I wasn't really ready to do that in October this year, but I did get a chance in December to take some time out. And I did like a small, uh, short yoga, like mini retreat. And then I also did like a intentional reflection time. So, and they were all in the same weekend. So I kind of felt like I had a little bit of a retreaty type weekend to just get out of the bizarre, the uh, next cancellation, the emotional roller coaster, and really escape time, which I think a retreat can do for you can allow you to escape your present time so that you can enter and reflect of like, what's a greater span of time instead of like the right now and what needs to be done now. And then the conditions, because it won't always be this way, even though it's been a prolonged uh, journey of hard, it won't always be this way. We'll, some of this canceling will work itself out and, and things like that. So I think it's really important to have that mindset to say, I'm going to face the future. I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to do the hard work of um, having some hope, using some courage, dreaming, planning, some things need to get done, some things, what would I like to get done? All those kinds of things. And I, I think creating a time and space to do that is mm-hmm. probably the first step if that's something someone hasn't done before, that just scheduling a pocket of time to be intentional and thoughtful and reflective, all those things is probably step one in the process. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I don't do it to kind of the same degree as you do, you know, like having the retreat, although that does sound lovely. And I think I might have to make that part of it, but usually like between New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, you know, in in our last episode, which was New Year's Eve, we talked about, you know, kind of the like reflection on the past year. So usually on New Year's Eve, I like to do that. And then on New Year's Day, it's like taking time to reflect on the coming year, you know, and, and setting goals, like looking at what I learned from the last year, and then really thinking about where do I want to grow? What do I want more of in my life? Like, where do I think, you know, progress could still stand to be made? Um, you know, and it can be all kinds of things. So like this year I've set a goal for cookies. So like, I love to bake and I love to bake with my kids, but it's like, it's just so easy for time to get away from you. And I think having that just intention about, about anything just makes it much more likely that it's going to happen. And so if I just keep waiting for like pockets of time to open up where we're going to want to bake, you know, some elaborate cookies, 
is unlikely. And so I've decided that together with the kids, we picked 12 types of cookies that we're interested in trying this year and assigned each one to a month. And, you know, like we can at least manage, you know, one type of cookies per month, like, and get it, like, if it's not on the calendar, it's not going to happen, you know, so you can really be intentional about anything. (laughs) Well, I really love that because one of, I have like, I do have one particular person I kind of follow for goals and that's Michael Hyatt. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Mm-hmm. We can always put the link in the show notes, but he does kind of do the the whole range of your life. So it's not strictly business and has pushed me maybe to think in lanes that I haven't thought before. So I do know for me that like your cookie baking, mm-hmm. um, one of my goals is to do take on some kind of creative, like handicraft kind of learn a, um, like weaving or painting like watercolor or something like that to just delve into being intentional about cultivating Mm -hmm. some real creativity, especially to balance like all the screen time. I feel like there's a lot of screen time going on and that'll help. So that's one of my goals. So it would be like your cookie baking, but I couldn't do cookies because it will not align with my fitness, my physical goals. <laughs> yeah. But you eat some for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I know another thing that we both do is that we both choose a word of the year and I haven't completely cemented mine. And I know we've talked about this in previous episodes because we even talked about how I felt like my word last year which was vision felt like it had gotten pulled kind of askew and wonky by 2020 but then you helped me reframe what the year was like and so in some ways you know there were ways in which you know vision was not cast and was not fulfilled and that was okay and that was part of pivoting for the year but that a lot of like especially the vision for our family um, we made big progress. In yeah. And so how do you choose a word for the year? I'm just curious. I, so a couple things, I think I start to hear a word that begins to resonate with me before I even realize that that is something I need. So, and I, that's really what I look to language to do is put, Uh, help me understand my feelings or something going on inside of me. So I kind of get, start to get attracted to a word that symbolizes something that I know I need that I didn't already know that I need, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I know that's a little abstract, but that is typically the way it is. And that did come. I do have to say that did come in October and it maybe came a little decidedly because I wanted to order a planner for this coming year. And I wanted to order a 15 month planner so that I could calendar out what I needed to for the rest of the year I was in. So the end of 2020, and then typically I get it into January of the following year. So I got a 15 month calendar and I wanted to have my word on the front because I ordered one of those fancy schmancy Mm -hmm. Um, you know, put it together calendars. So my word I needed to choose in order to get that. And I, I really kind of knew this year what it was that 
I needed to experience a breakthrough that I built a lot of foundation and strengthened a lot of foundation in 2020, despite all the change and the chaos and the things and the emotions. And I really wanted to be building on that Mm -hmm. and breaking through um, that just being foundational and instead start to raise the roof on that and kind of break through the soil on some things. So that was my, that's kind of my process is a word seems to come to me that is helping me understanding what, where I need to be next instead of forcing something. Yeah. And so breakthrough is your word for 2020. Yeah. Breakthrough is my word. Do you have a word? I think so. You know, and I kind of, I would say maybe there's some similarity, you know, and I think, you know, when you say like the word comes to you, I think a lot of that just has to do with like Holy Spirit leading, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that's important to me as well, like to, to not be the, you know, kind of the only person involved in the process. And so I like to, you know, really collaborate with God, because like you said, like, is like, what do I need that maybe I don't even know that I need? Yeah. And so I was thinking about this and, you know, kind of like, I don't have like one set process, but that it is, you know, often a matter of prayer. And um, I tend to listen for like the echoes, like, what are the, like, what's a concept or a word that keeps coming up and that I'm having some like new insight about, or I'm realizing like, oh, this is something that I really need to focus on or an area I really need to grow in. And so like a couple years ago, I, at the end of one year, was just having a lot of like new insights about fear and how I understood fear, but I didn't want fear to be my word because that doesn't seem like, like it feels like the word that you choose needs to have like a positive, you know, like action plan tinge to it. And so that's how courage became my word that year because I felt like that is the counterpoint to fear. Right. And so this year, I feel like right now, the word that has continued to come up over and over again is hope you know, and I've really done a lot of study about hope and like through the Advent season and through work, like it just kept coming up in all different kinds of places, you know, and I feel like, like if I ask myself, like, am I in need of hope? Like, am I feeling hopeless? Like, no, I'm not feeling hopeless, but I feel like this new understanding of hope is a place that I could really stand to grow and that we do have still so much uncertainty in our lives, like apart from the pandemic, like we just have a lot of uncertainty. Like we're still walking the adoption road with a lot of uncertainty and all kinds of other things. And so like really leaning in and growing in this understanding of hope, like I feel like that feels like that would be a really positive, you know, just even like a, just a thing that would bless me to grow in that you know, and so maybe that wouldn't be like the thing that stands out the most, like maybe patience would be like, given that I'm a new mom to a four-year-old, that patience would be a great place to grow. Um, But as my overarching word for the year, like hope, I think is going to be it. Um, But then looking at different domains of life, like that doesn't mean that that's the only goal or the only thing. And so patience is still a thing that I want to grow in. And yeah, my husband and I have set like parenting goals Like, what are the things that we would like to see be different, you know, at the end of the next year and that kind of thing? Yeah, there's a lot. There's the, 
word of the year. Some people use a verse to inspire them. I know I've had a song before where I kind of have like my theme song of the year, but I have yet to come across one that embodies or inspires me um, in that kind of a way, but that definitely would be something uh, that I could add. I know a friend of mine, she talked about developing a motto for the year and I didn't really know that I had done that, but kind of the subtitle of my planner with breakthrough is one step at a time, which is my motto. Like that's how I'm going to um, see that word come to pass is if I continue Mm -hmm. to do things one step at a time, eventually I will experience some form of breakthrough. So um, that, that whole idea of a motto uh, was new to me, but relevant. And again, the whole, like, and then I'm getting into candles. People can have, I, I see myself sometimes I pick a color over and over and it's like, everything seems to be that color. So I think book reading lists, anything that you sit down and be intentional, anytime that we decide to focus ourselves and align our thoughts and our actions and even our emotions and get them in tune, all going the same direction, we're gonna have a lot of growth and it's good for us as humans. And I'd say it's a double good for us knowing that we've had so much change and volatility and we may just feel like we're bobbing in the ocean and drifting here and there. But as long as we kind of point the arrow with our ourselves, then it's going to be good for us. I think that's needed more than ever is facing forward with extreme intention and not control and not Mm -hmm. rigidity, but just intention and purpose because it's good Mm -hmm. for us. Yeah. I mean, and it, I think it's obvious that it takes courage to do that because, you know, when you, when you set goals, when you, you know, have a hope for how something's going to be when you're still facing uncertainty, when a pandemic is still raging, when, you know, that you kind of have to muster that strength to, to do that, you know, and I think it can be maybe easier in a lot of ways to kind of be passive and unintentional, you know, and to just let life happen. And I mean, life will definitely fill in all the gaps and all the cracks, like, and leave you no margin. Yep. You know, and I thought of having margin be my word for the year, because it's like, (laughs) there's just such a need for that, where it's like, I don't want to get to the end of the day and realize like, I didn't do any of the things that I, you know, meant to do, Yeah. but just got pulled into like, you know, all the stuff of life. Oh yeah. It's going to happen. If you haven't had it just happen to you before, you definitely had some life happen to you this year. That's for sure. Yeah. My goodness. And I think it's good to just remember when we started this and we talked about courage, what is courage and how we use it. It really, you know, courage is anything that requires strength of heart. So, yeah, yeah. Facing forward Mm -hmm. requires strength of heart. (laughs) 
And so in terms of the podcast, as we face forward, you know, we're setting some intentions here as well. Yes. So I know that we are going to be hearing from some new friends. So we'll get an opportunity to hear some other voices and still have our our great conversations around what's requiring courage in life mm-hmm. right now and We're mini series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Book, book discussions. I think we're going to give that a whirl. Why not? Branch out, push ourselves, challenge ourselves. Yes. Yes. So that's exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. We'll mix it up. Yeah. It'll be good. All right. (laughs) So I know we have a couple episodes. So if you're having a hard time pushing through, and using your courage to face forward and you want to give a listen back just in case there's a specific area that might be holding you back to do that. I know we had a couple episodes. So we have courage in uncertainty. That might be helpful. Episode number six, courage in imperfect action. That's episode number eight. Uh, episode number nine was courage to try again. So um, maybe if you're a goal setter, especially, and you miss some goals because of the kind of year it was, you might need a little cheerleading, coaching to help you push through and mm-hmm. put those same goals up there for 2021. There's no shame in that. Oh yeah. Go gently with yourself, self-compassion. Yeah. I would say go back to episode 29, courage to pivot, be, be yeah. okay <laughs> with a huge pivot. If it comes along, totally fine. Yeah. And don't forget, we actually do have an episode on courage to hope episode number 18. So yep. that might be a good one too. All right. All right. Go forth and be intentional. Yes, people, you can do it. We're excited to be with you again for a whole another season in a whole new year. And there you have it, friends, a little teaser of what kinds of conversations you can expect from us on the Cost Discourage podcast. We'll be launching season one on Thursday, May 14th, So be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. And check out the show notes for any resources, coaching tips, random videos, or anything else we think will help you. And we'll be right back here on Thursday, May 14th, and every Thursday after that, in honor of our weekly Thursday walks, of course, until we're not. Bye for now.